Wake up, it's time for Transformation Radio. This is Abe May. I'm phasing up to second phase today. Um, 30 days ago, um, before I came into the refuge, I found myself wore out, broken, um, just depressed, ashamed, just uh, giving up on life. Um, really uh, didn't want to live anymore. Um, just uh, tired of the way I was living. And uh, I, I heard of a place called The Refuge. I went. Um, didn't really know anything about it. I came in, uh, worn out, broken, ready for change. And within those 30 days, I've completely changed in so many ways, it's, uh, it's unexplainable. Um, God has come into my life and uh, has started to restore my hope, my faith. Um, I'm happy to wake up today. Um, I'm looking forward to my future for the first time in my life. Um, And it's just a great relief and a great feeling to enjoy life again. uh, just any, just to give a word to the first, the first phasers coming in, um, and the people who just come in the past couple of weeks, just give it time. Um, I know it seems like 30 days is a long ways away, but now looking back, sitting here doing this testimony, you know, it, it flew by. Um, it goes fast, and just take advantage of the time there. Um, look at look at each day, a day at a time, and just really, really try to. Uh, let God into your life. Um, from here on out, I just I'm looking forward to seeing what God has um, in store for me. The restoration He's going to put into my life with my family, my son, um, and and just uh, letting me giving me the opportunity to enjoy my life again. Um, thanks.
Our scripture reading for today from the New Testament will come from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. We'll see that God has good, pleasing, and perfect plans for His children. That includes you and me. He wants us to be new people with renewed minds, living to honor and obey Him. And since He wants only what's best for us, and since He gave His Son to make our new lives possible, we really should joyfully volunteer as living sacrifices for His service. We'll learn in verse 2 that Christians are called to be not conformed to this world with uh, its behavior and customs that are usually selfish and often corrupting. Many Christians wisely decide that much worldly behavior is off-limits for them. We'll find out that healthy self-esteem is important because some of us think too little of ourselves. On the other hand, some of us overestimate ourselves. The key to an honest and accurate evaluation is knowing the basis of our self-worth. That's our new identity in Christ. Apart from Him, we aren't capable of very much by eternal standards. In Him, we're valuable and capable of worthy service. In verse uh, 4 and 5, we'll see that Paul uses the concept of the human body to teach how Christians should live and work together. And moving on down into this chapter 12, we'll see that most of us have learned how to pretend to love others, how to speak kindly, avoid hurting their feelings, and appear to take an interest in them. We may even be skilled in pretending to feel moved with compassion when we hear of others' needs or to become indignant when we learn of injustice. But God calls us to real and sincere love. Love that goes far beyond pretense and politeness. Real love requires concentration and effort, and in many cases, some action. It means helping others become better people. It demands our time, money, and personal involvement. No individual has the capacity to express love to a whole community. But the body of Christ, in your town, my town, we do have that capacity together. So look for people who need your love and look for ways you and your fellow believers can love your community for Christ. And with that, let's begin reading today here in the New Testament. July 29th, the New Testament, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, 
be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy, and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the Scriptures say, I will take revenge, I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. And now we turn our attention to the book of Psalms, where our reading today will be from chapter 22, verses 19 through 31. We'll see that it's a great insult to human dignity to rob a person of everything, even his clothing, leaving him naked and destitute. Jesus the Messiah would suffer this humiliating experience on the cross. Most of us will never know the shame and suffering of being penniless and naked in a public place, as many of the Jews did during the Nazi Holocaust. But most of us would feel equally exposed and naked when some sin, secret or not-so-secret, is uncovered. At that time, we'll need to cry out with the psalmist, O oh, my strength, hast thee... Oh, <clears throat> O oh, my strength, haste thee to help me. Well, the psalmist's private deliverance deserved a public testimony. God wonderfully delivers us in the quiet moments when we're hurting, and we must be prepared to offer public praise for His care. We'll see here as we read in Psalm today that if we want future generations to know about God's wonders and miracles, we must teach them to our children. If we want our children to serve the Lord, they got to hear about Him from us. It's not enough to rely on the church or, quote, those with more knowledge, end quote, to provide all their Christian education. We must reinforce the lessons of Scripture in the home. All right, let's begin today's reading here in the book of Psalms. Psalm 22, verses 19 through 31. O Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear Him. 
Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise Him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to Him. All the families of the nations will bow down before Him. For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before Him all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve Him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything He has done. Proverbs chapter 20, verses 8 through 10. When a king sits in judgment, he weighs all the evidence distinguishing the bad from the good. Who can say, I have cleansed my heart, I am pure and free from sin? False weights and unequal measures. The Lord detests double standards of every kind.
When fear feels bigger than my faith And struggles steal my breath away When my back's pressed up against the wall With the weight of my worries stacked up tall You're strong enough to hold it all I will cast my cares on you Pastor Buddy Owens, I want to welcome you to Day 25 of Daring Faith Devotions. Plant today, then be patient for the harvest. Psalm 126, verses 5 and 6 says, Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. The time to start planting is right now. I talk to people all the time who say, one of these days I'm going to, 
and they're going to serve more when they retire. They're going to give more when they get a raise. Whatever it is they're going to do more of, they're going to do it one of these days. But one of these days becomes none of these days. Don't wait for things to get better. Start planting seeds now. Why? Because the sooner you plant, the sooner you will enjoy the harvest. But the harvest will not come according to your timetable. There is always a delay between sowing and reaping. You plant in one season and you harvest in another. You have to be patient and not give up. The Bible says in Galatians 6, 9, let us not become tired of doing good. For if we do not give up, the time will come when we will reap the harvest. So the results will come, but they will come slowly and as a part of a process. So what should you do in the meantime? Forget about last year's crop failure. Instead, focus on the long-term harvest in your life. Now let me ask you, what loss have you been grieving over? Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you've lost your health. Maybe you've lost your job or your savings or your retirement. Maybe you've lost your dream. Mourning is okay, but moaning is not. Instead of moaning, you need to plant a seed because nothing grows until a seed is planted. Whatever you need more of, you need to give away. Don't wait for one of these days. Today is the day to plant the seed. The Bible says, those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. So let's pray about this together. Why don't you pray this way? Say, Lord, I don't want to be a one of these days kind of person. I want to be a person with daring faith. And I don't want to be a fearful person. I want to be a person with daring faith. And I don't want to be stuck in my past. I want to be a person with daring faith who boldly follows you into the future that you have planned for me. Lord, help me to plant a seed of faith today, even if I'm planting it in tears. But I plant it in faith today, knowing that I will sing when I reap a harvest. And Lord, I'm trusting you to produce that harvest in my life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. What's up, everybody? This is Mike Brown, Phase 2 Coordinator. And I'd like to give an affirmation to Mr. Greg Schaefer. Greg, I just want to tell you that I admire your courage and faith. I admire your willingness to be taught. Um, I know you're going through a lot with your court case and your family situation, but I just admire your great attitude, and I just want to tell you to keep it up because you've inspired me, whether you know it or not, man. So God bless you, and keep pushing.
got something to prove Cause I have walked for miles and miles in that same pair of shoes You refuse forgiveness like it's something to be earned And sometimes pain's the only way that we can learn You can never fall too hard, so fast, so far that you can't get back When you're lost, where you are is never too late So bad, so much that you can't change Thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.